At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross with Wes Reynolds here, lovely downtown Las Vegas on a Saturday afternoon, keeping an eye on everything going on in the college football world. And right now, Oregon is leading at the shoes 7 0 about 12 minutes ago in the second quarter. We've talked a lot about this game in the first hour of the show. And again, the smart play, I thought, was the first half line for Oregon so far. It looks good as they have the outright lead. But again, you know Ryan Day, as talented as they are, can explode at any moment. But, Wes, I know you're keeping an eye on some other games, including Tennessee right now with a lead over Pittsburgh, 10-7 to 7 in the second Yeah, quarter. and I'll cycle back to Ohio State really quickly. Four, minus 4.5 for the Buckeyes, 51.5. Oregon pinned deep now has a third and long inside their own five-yard line. So that is your live update there. Pittsburgh, Tennessee. We had uh, just had Tennessee, Joel Milton, I believe, broke a long run, got him first and goal to go, third and goal. Tennessee took an unnecessary roughness Ooh. penalty, and now it looks like they're going to take an offensive pass interference penalty here. They tried to hit Tillman there on the uh, corner end zone fade, one of my least favorite plays in football, nevertheless. <laughs> but uh, Tennessee, by the way, minus two and a half currently at BetMGM, 60 and a half on the total. But Tennessee now getting put back kind of into field goal range or on the precipice of field goal range right now as Pitt did get all the money. It was pick him on the opener, closed it four. Right now, Vols have the lead. But right now, the Vols have a goal, third and goal, rather, just inside the 40-yard line. So a little screen pass to, to just set try up a to get him yard field Yeah, 47-yarder. So they were on the Pittsburgh five-yard line. And now on the Pittsburgh 37 and now trying to kick a 47-yard field goal. So uh, we will see what happens there, and we'll get that updated. A couple more scores to get you updated on. 28-14 here, UVA over mm-hmm. Illinois, about nine minutes left to go in the third quarter. Brennan Armstrong, pretty good stat line for the Cavaliers, 17-24, 277, and four touchdown passes, all the four touchdowns for UVA. So UVA uh, will wait to see that live line. And then a uh, high-scoring game here in Western Kentucky and Army. That game points, is now points, our points. lone game at halftime. It is 21-14. to 14. And by the way, that field goal for Tennessee is good. So it is now good from 48 yards, now 13-7 to seven balls early second quarter. But back to Western Kentucky and Army. Army pick'em second half, 27 and a half the total. 
Army leading 21 to 14 in that clash of styles of that triple option against the air raid of Western Kentucky. So that is the one game currently at the half. And then a couple more to get you updated on East Carolina early second quarter, seven nothing over South Carolina. East Carolina minus six and a half, currently 53 and a half at BetMGM. Remember, East Carolina did lose to Appalachian State. Mm-hmm. They were kind of a popular underdog that I was on that did not get there last week. Appalachian State absolutely dominated them. But uh, so far, getting the Gamecock seven and up, and then Tulsa, Oklahoma State. No score, nine minutes left to go in the second quarter. Oklahoma State currently three and a half at BetMGM, 37 and a half. That is, for a college total. Oh, baby. Yes, and, and it is it is absolutely looking like an under. By the way, Tulsa, wow. Tulsa did get the money here. Close plus 11 points. Remember, Tulsa lost at home as about a 22 and a half point favorite last Thursday night to Dan Hawkins and UC Davis mm. of FCS, another big sky school that did very Ain't well no, as you mentioned. in the first week. So uh, they lost at home. Oklahoma State beats Missouri State. Spencer Sanders is back for the Cowboys, but they have several different injuries, and the market came in on the Golden Hurricane. Yeah, 8-0 as a conference for the Big Sky uh, ACS a week ago. Uh, very quickly, I just want to get back to the Tennessee game before we get to our Heisman odds here, and they do change, obviously, as the games uh, get ready to kick off, and some that have kicked off, obviously, with the Oregon-Ohio State game, that will have some Heisman potential uh, odds changes there. When you see that now it's 13-7 Tennessee, and last look we had seen it was 2.5 on the live updated odd. That's going to change now with Tennessee uh, kicking that field goal. What would you advise to the live in-game better, either a cautionary tale or a green light go scenario when you look at these live lines versus waiting to halftime mm-hmm. to kind of take your breath, take, right. kind of pause for a second, take a, a hold of what you saw in the first half before you make that second half play? Right, and I'm kind of looking not much of an adjustment on a field goal here, and that's the one thing that uh, doing these shows and doing these green zones on the weekend is that these guys don't adjust for field goals, mm. so they believe kicking is for losers, just like John Murray does over <laughs> at the Westgate Superbook. They ought to make a T-shirt about that. But two and a half now, Tennessee still basically the live line. Sixty and a half, the current total. Lean a little bit, Pittsburgh. I'd want to get a little bit over three because I thought Kenny Pickett looked pretty darn good yeah. on that last drive. He is now a fourth-year starter. I believe he's made 38 starts as the big quarterback, and he's doing nothing wrong. Nine of 10, 72 yards and a touchdown pass. So I think maybe kind of just a sluggish start for Pitt. So if you look at the money line, they're about plus 110. Now what you could have laid money line like preflop when it went up to three and a half, I think that money line is probably about $1.65, $1.70. So you can get it at plus money. But if I was looking at spread, I'd want to get about a little bit more than three. Three or above would be my target for Pitt. All right. So again, I think those are some good do's and don'ts if you're alive in game better versus possibly waiting to halftime, taking a breath, and then reevaluating what you've seen in the first half because it does change instantly. We'll try to keep ahead of those changes. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the Heisman watch here because, Wes, it's never too early to start to project. Look, last week, if you had Sam Howell and what you Mm -hmm. saw at UNC would happen to him, he was really a kind of a a chic pick here as a long shot. They go to Blacksburg, Virginia, and just get slapped around, and and he doesn't look good in the process, and all of a sudden, say, his odds drop all the way down uh, to 25-1 to here uh, after throwing three picks and one touchdown. Is there value now? Do we overreact to, say, a DJU for Clemson after they look so poor uh, against Georgia and really couldn't move the ball offensively? Or is there value for guys that might have lost in week one? Or do you go, man, those losses, they stick with voters when they see what they see early, and sometimes it's hard to change that perception. Well, the hard thing with the Howell deal is that North Carolina lost a lot of personnel on offense. They did. They didn't have, and they also didn't have Bo Corrales, who's like his favorite target, in that first game in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech. So at Clemson, you can replace dudes a little bit more easier, and you can replace at, at North Carolina. So I think DJ probably still has some value. I know everybody is kind of down on the ACC. It was a big disappointment. A terrible opening weekend. Yeah, so, so, so maybe something with DJ, because the one guy I really liked, obviously, was Spencer Rattler at 9-1 at mm-hmm. Oklahoma. And I know... They were kind of a little bit disappointing. We'll talk Sooner football later in the program, but they were a little disappointing, but I still think he's right there. They're going to put up big numbers. I know Tulane kept it close down the end, but when I was looking at some of these, how out to 25 to one and how was a guy I did kind of like preseason. I thought, you know, he kind of makes sense. I think he's going to be one of the top five picks in next year's draft. Obviously his stats have been superlative, but when you lose two running backs to the NFL and two starting receivers, 
at a lot of places like an Ohio, at a play, or a few places like Ohio State or an Alabama or a Clemson, you can replace that. North Carolina is still kind of in building mode down there, so he has drifted. I would wait a little bit. I wouldn't necessarily sell Sam Howell, but I wouldn't be buying right now. And this is the problem with Howell and maybe DJ Ungalay down there at Clemson. When you look at these names and you go, well, look at the conference. You mentioned it. They laid such a dud to start off the season that they're going to well, the level of competition just isn't that good. So even if Clemson beats up on everybody as they are expected mm-hmm. to do now after losing to Georgia in week one, UNC we're not so sure about. Are they going to count off for the lack, if you will, of competition in the ACC and say those numbers, while you can still get uh, DJU at 12 to one and get Howell at 25 to one, Where's the value if the conference just isn't that good? Yeah, and there's something to that point. Now, what I think you're looking at with the Heisman and what we've certainly seen over the many years, especially now that that ceremony's on ESPN. ESPN has obviously a lot of college football coverage with, of course, the national championship and the college football playoff games. So it is bias into the voting in terms of, okay, they're not necessarily giving it to the best player because the best player in college football might end up being on an eight and four team, right? It's the best player on the best team. That's right. Or the most significant star player on the best team. So that's why you're still seeing, you haven't seen a, dri- uh, a real drift on Uwe Angolale from uh, Clemson. Uh, he's still at 12 to one. Matt Corral has been the big mover. The Matt Corral now nine to one. Everybody kind of liked him too when he yeah, was around 25 to one. And boy, is he going to get opportunity? Yeah. Right. In a conference that you can showcase yeah. your skills, get some good defenses, right? That, that place makes sense to but, me. But, but now I don't think at nine to one, you can bet him because the thing with Ole Miss is Ole Miss, I think is going to have to you know, win 10 or more games. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to have to be a playoff team necessarily, but they're going to have to be like a New Year's Six Bowl type of team. They're just not going to give it to somebody that's going to be playing in some really minor bowl, you know? Yeah. And by the way, uh, I love the, the pronunciation on DJ Ungalele because I worked on it all last year was Ungalele. Yeah. Then it switched. Yeah. This year it changed, right? So that's why I go DJU. Yes. That way as a broadcaster, you're never wrong. That's a lot of be- that's a lot better too or, or just do what I did last year when I couldn't pronounce it or I got it right once and then got it wrong about 10 other times. So I go, <laughs> the kid out of St. John Bosco High School, the five-star kid out of California. Very quickly, got about two minutes to go in this segment. I do want to talk about Keaton Slovis here at 30 to 1. The reason why I bring that up is if Oregon, right now, they're leading Ohio State still 7 0 in the second quarter. Let's just say that Oregon gets this win somehow, shocks the world mm-hmm. at the shooter day. And then USC later on, right, the Pac 12, the resurgence of the Pac 12, then they beat an Oregon squad somewhere down the road, okay? And let's say Clayton Helton has a really good run. They beat UCLA. Now, all of a sudden, because UCLA beat LSU, if this holds here, those wins look better for Keaton Slovis. At 30-1, to could you make a case that that feels like still good value early on in the season? I think you certainly could. And I think for a lot of these traditional powers, and I was going to bring that up, and we may get into it further later in the program Mm -hmm. with like a Jack Cohn. Yes. Jack Cohn, 40-1. to I think when you're USC and when you're Notre Dame, that still matters with some voters. Even if they aren't kind of at their peak that they were years ago, that tradition still matters. I was actually surprised Jack Cohn off that win against Florida State where I thought four touchdowns, one interception looked very good. I thought, man, this guy's going to go down 20-1, to and he's 40-1 to here, and I know... Because it's Jack Cohn, because it's a Wisconsin bias. We can't have a Wisconsin, former Wisconsin quarterback win the Heisman Trophy. Exactly, and I think that that's what you're seeing there at 40 to one. But I, I looked at some of these other guys. I was like, man, this is Notre Dame. If Notre Dame is winning I, and you know, they're on national TV and they're on their own network pretty much every single week, eventually that's going to drift. It's just go to think back of the historically great quarterbacks that, that Notre Dame's had. And we're talking about Jack Cohn to win the Heisman, by the way, my smart play still looks smart, but Ohio State is on the board 7-6 PAT pending. Mm-hmm. Those live odds will change. Wes is going to have that for you. We are just getting cranked up. Tim Murray, by the way, I know you watch every night. You've got to watch the nightcap here on VEASAN. We're going to have Tim later on talking about his fighting Irish. When you come back with us, Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season is here and starting this weekend, VSIN has added new talent and shows to help you make the most of your fall betting action. The VSIN lineup will expand to 21 hours of live programming every weekday, as well as additional shows on the weekend. We want to give you the latest odds to stay on top of the in game betting opportunities for every key game across the country. VSIN has added new personalities to our existing world class team, including former professional athletes, sports media veterans, and of course, strategic sports bettors. Visit VSIN.com to see our new lineup and meet our talent and make this your best football betting season ever. When they say sports media veterans, Wes Reynolds, that means old guys. That's pretty much what I am. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be joining you for hour number two. Hey, Oregon State, uh, excuse me, Oregon and Ohio State, rather, Ohio State on the board. It didn't take long. As you mentioned, when they strike, they strike quickly. They did it in under two minutes to tie this thing up at seven in the shoe. And right now you look at the live odds here, Ohio State back to a sizable six and a half point favorite. But again, when you look at the closing line of BetMGM, 14 and a half, boy, if you're a Ohio State guy, yeah. again, it's juiced up to minus 140. Yeah. What do you make of that move? Yeah, kind of a funny moment. I guess not funny if you're an Oregon fan or an Oregon backer on that touchdown from Stroud to Olave, or from Garrett Wilson, rather, uh, 27 yards out. The Oregon DB was actually checking his wrist what? for the play call. It's like, here's what you check on that wrist. Cover Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Cover Chris Look Olave. at the guy in front of you. Yeah. Uh, so now 7-7 seven to seven now uh, tied here. About eight minutes left to go in the second quarter. Ohio State minus 6.5. A, a little bit of big attached to that. Minus 135. Obviously, the way under 7 at BetMGM. 55.5 your total. Buckeyes minus $3 on the money line. Plus 2.25 on Oregon. And again, you see now the over is ticking up at 54 is the new total here. So again, we mentioned how are they going to get to 50. This is how they start to get to 50. When you score in rapid pace like Ohio State can do right now 7-7 still about seven minutes and change to go in that second quarter we'll keep an eye on that we do want to talk about some games that are getting ready to tip I still have to get used to this new time zone being out here on the west coast Uh, but we talked a little bit about Rutgers uh, against Syracuse earlier in this program this is a heart play for me with Syracuse catching points at home they looked really good week one against Ohio in that opening season win, Rutgers looked really good against Temple uh, and getting to 1-0 there. So this line has ticked up throughout the week. Uh, Rutgers now up to 2.5. Again, my heart says Cuse. My head kind of says Scarlet Knights here with Greg Schiano. What do you right. make of it? Right, and, and look, I think Syracuse may get some late money here. I just think... A lot of guys that might have bet Rutgers early in the week on that pick em, basically, I think we're just trying to get out ahead of the line, of, line move because what you saw last week, Rutgers won by 47 over Temple. It was 61-14, to 14, but if you go really inside the numbers, and I know 
Adam Burke here at VEASAN writes a good story in our Point Spread Weekly newsletter about box score study. Mm -hmm. And if you look at this game, yeah, they had a 100-yard edge, 365 to 261. But they were also plus five in turnovers last week, Rutgers. Temple was miserable giving the ball away in the second half. So it's like, okay, you look at that, and that's like, that's not really a 47-point win, no. is it? So, you know, Rutgers could be getting a little bit overvalued, and that's why I stayed away. Now, Syracuse concerns me. I'm down on them. I think that Dino Babers is in a little bit of a, little bit of a mix there at Syracuse. Got to win, Dino. Uh, Got to yeah, get it done yeah, this year. I think uh, the honeymoon's over off yeah. that 10-win season from a couple a few seasons ago. But the offensive line has just been so bad. Tommy DeVito, I've just watched him get sacked play after play after play and, you know, have – bunch of injuries. I kind of feel bad for the poor kid because nobody can protect him at quarterback, but nice win on the road yeah. at Ohio uh, last week, 29-9. Defense played very well. Tommy DeVito, not great, but they were efficient enough. And that's what I wanted to ask you about. With Syracuse's defense, I think surprising many in week one, and you look at the posted total at 50 and a hook here in this one, kind of daring you to take the over is what it feels like to yeah. me. Do you expect that same style of play from Syracuse to try to keep this low scoring, play a defensive football game, muddy it up a little bit well, if you don't have the athletes? I can't believe we're going to say this. Maybe not the athletes that Rutgers has, that Graciano yeah. has recruited there, but it feels like that would be the formula for success if you're a Syracuse back. Well, and it's going to be interesting what Dino wants to do. We know Dino from his time at Bowling Green, up-tempo, tempo, 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 right? tempo, tempo, and now it's like, well, maybe I don't have the guys. So he's, he totally changed his identity. Are we buying in to the fact that he might have uh, changed over the time? I think the number's about right. Okay. But I would certainly lean a little bit to the under because I think he probably knows, hey, I got to find a way to win. If that means, you know, you adjust your system to your personnel, you adjust your personnel to your system. And I think he's kind of adjusting the system to the personnel. He's like, okay, this is what I got. Maybe I got to slow the roll a little bit and not go up tempo because I don't have the offense that's going to be able to do that. And I got to protect my quarterback, which they have not been able to do the last couple of years. And Wes, very quickly, when you look at the line here with Syracuse catching two and a half, I know a lot of novice betters are going to say, well, I just want Syracuse to win. So let me mm -hmm. go money line. Mm -hmm. Can you give basically just a kind of a, a how-to of why the number still might be important to catch the two and a half versus the money line play. Yeah, and and look, if you know, there's nothing wrong with betting an underdog money line. I do that all all the time. You know, I'll sprinkle a little bit. It won't be like the full boat in terms of what I'm betting on a point spread, but you know, sprinkle 20%. Sure. I think some people might go lower, some people might go higher, like a quarter of your wager. Like if you're betting a hundred dollars on a game. Maybe put 25 bucks on the money line or 20 or whatever your percentage, whatever your threshold is, depending on how big your bankroll is. So that is something you certainly can look at. I think the money line I'm seeing right now is about a buck and a quarter okay. here at, at the at the uh, at BetMGM. So basically, Syracuse wins the game. You bet 100, you win 125. And I did that obviously in the NFL last week with Cowboys on Thursday night against Tampa Bay. I took a sprinkled a little bit money line, but I did like the points as well. And you saw Tampa Bay one by two. That's kind of the point here. Sometimes you need those two and a half points or mm -hmm. whatever the point total is going to be to get you into that winner circle if the money line doesn't cash. So now, a lot of people will take that money line, too, if they like Syracuse because it's like, okay, two and a half, not necessarily a key number. The three, like in the NFL, it's life. Huge. But in terms of college, maybe not as much because you have more possessions, more stoppages in play. So I could definitely see if people are going Syracuse, they're like, well, I'll just take money line here. Absolutely. Uh, a couple updates for you. Uh, Pittsburgh has, uh, boy, the 10 unanswered right now. Uh, rather, I believe it's uh, 17. No, no. It yeah, they 10 just got a field goal. Yep. 17-13 yep, right now. Pittsburgh has taken the lead on uh, Tennessee. And minus that to four, four. Yeah, minus four and a half, 67 and a half now for Pitt. So 17-13, uh, to 13, about nine minutes left to go in the second quarter so now Pitt just a little bit above what they were pre-flop because this kicked off down in Knoxville Pitt was basically a four-point favorite market-wide and this is why we give you the live updated lines because again it was not that long ago that you could have caught two and a half with Pittsburgh now you got to lay for four and a half as you see, this is how quickly things can adjust on the fly. Quarterback change now for Tennessee, too. Hendon Hooker, the Virginia Tech transfer, is going to be in for Joe Milton. I have not seen if there was an injury to Joe Milton or if this was a plan by Josh Heupel, the new head coach yep. down at Tennessee, comes in from UCF. So it will be Hendon Hooker coming out on this drive for the Tennessee Volunteers as uh, they now find themselves in a hole, got out to a 10 nothing lead, and that touchdown, by the way, was off a block punt and then a two-yard run the next play. So Tennessee 
really has not driven the field no. yet to get a touchdown is now Hennon Hooker in the play and tries to hand off there and nothing doing there against a very good Pittsburgh defense. So Pittsburgh, maybe who we thought they would be right now, 17-13, uh, about midway through the second quarter. We are keeping a, a watchful eye on what's going on in the shoe. And right now, Oregon is driving uh, seven all right now uh, late in the second quarter. And it looks like they might get some more points here. Uh, before the end of the first half. At some point, Wes, and we talked about this with Matt Hayes in the first hour, hopefully you caught that, when do you start to panic a little bit? That, uh-oh, as you mentioned off camera, we got dudes. Mm-hmm. Oregon's got dudes, mm-hmm. too. So if you're the, the the better thinking, well, Ohio State eventually is going to be Ohio State, when do you start to change that perception and think, you know, more Oregon might be in this thing for all four quarters, not just the first half. I think you're right now you're saying they're going to be in it for all four quarters. Not necessarily panicking that Ohio State is going to lose necessarily, but uh, now I believe we're going to have a fourth and one. I think we just had a timeout here. So fourth and one for the Ducks here. You got to go, right? On the Ohio we State make 14. Absolutely. You're yeah. over a two-touchdown underdog, and you think, okay, they're the better team, even though the dude factor, as we <laughs> mentioned, in terms of the athleticism, is actually a lot more equal than I think more than met the eye here. So they're going to come back out for a fourth and one, by the way. Live wagering has it. been spread. It. They got and the that's whole been thing. open all day, and that was a touchdown there earlier, and now it is again. So, again, you're not going to be able to get six and a half, which was the live yeah. line after Ohio State tied this up at seven right now, 13-7. C.J. Verdell has gotten that corner twice, and now Woo. that's two touchdowns to his credit. So now 13-7, to 4.51 left to go, PAT pending. Joe Moorhead's offense getting about 5.7 yards of carry against Ohio State right now. And Ohio State was one of the few teams in 2020, I believe out of 127 FBS teams, only seven held opponents to under 100 yards a game. Ohio State was one of them. They gave up a little bit over 200 in the first game against Minnesota, and they're well on their way today. Joe Moorhead is getting the uh, better of Kerry Coombs, the Ohio State defensive coordinator. And the PAT is good. So 14-7 to right now, Quack Attack up on uh, Ohio State. And again, if memory serves, the last live uh, looking we saw uh, for the uh, adjusted point total was Three and a half, I believe, for Ohio State when Oregon was up 7 nothing. We'll see if it stays the same here, but we're moving along in this game here, mm-hmm. late second quarter. So, again, at some point, I know Ohio State backers are going to go, let me see if this thing gets down to three, and that could be a key number here. We'll see what the adjusted line is. But right now, Oregon winning the game outright 14-7. to We will keep an eye on that. Later on this hour, Tim Murray. You watch him on the nightcap every single night here on VC. He's going to join us to talk Notre Dame football and much more when you come back with us. Betting Across America right here on VC, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VC, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN is now available 24-7 on YouTube TV Sports Plus Package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. Remember, you can watch us on 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit VEASAN.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to VEASAN. Back here, betting across America, Dave Ross with Wes Reynolds. It is a wild hour that we have in store for you today because right now, you just feel like college football sitting in the fever pitch mm-hmm. here. Oregon up 14-7 on Ohio State. Uh, We were mentioning Ohio State on the move here, and that total, which we told you about not too long ago, was at about 50 and a half when it was scoreless after one. You go, how are they going to get to 50? Now you got to get to 61 and a half, West, because the points are starting to come here in the shoe. Yeah, Ohio State definitely on the move here. So uh, 14 to 7 here. Second quarter, Joe Moorhead has absolutely called a great game. Mm. That outside running game open for Oregon all day long. Meanwhile, down in Knoxville, Pittsburgh has added three more points. Another now, field goal. Now 20 to 13 as we wait on that adjusted number. We'll get that to you momentarily. We are at the half, though, in Stillwater. Yep. Tulsa and Oklahoma State all tied at 7. Oklahoma State basically going to come out, looks like as a three-and-a-half point favorite for the second half, 37-and-a-half. I saw a five-and-a-half pop at a faraway place, so that is your update on that one. A uh, couple FCS versus FBS games. Northwestern up 14 to nothing on Indiana State. Georgia Tech trying to rebound from that loss to Northern Illinois, 24-3 to over Kennesaw State. Meanwhile, East Carolina up 14 to nothing over South Carolina. About four minutes left to go in the first half. Florida has taken a 7 nothing lead mm-hmm. over South Florida. South Florida, though, is on the move. They're going to have a third and goal from the eighth. They're kind of wait, 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 wait. South Florida's on the move? They're eating them up with screen passes, basically. Just running game and screen passes, and Florida has not been able to defend. But now South Florida 
third and goal from the eight. 15 play, 75 yard drive for the South Florida. 15 play Bears. drive. I mean, this is old school football, but that's what the Bulls have to do to yeah. try to keep the You got to keep the ball, the ball away. Ab- exactly absolutely. Right. Make them work. You got to run screens, a little bit of misdirection. So we'll see what Jeff Scott dials up here for South Florida on third and goal. All right, about four minutes ago in the first quarter there. We'll keep an eye on that. But again, I did want to get back very quickly uh, to Tulsa and Oklahoma State because you saw the posted total now, the adjusted line of 37 and a half. For the over. So, again, you do the math here and you go, well, we got basically Zippo points for the majority of the first half. Then all of a sudden, bang, bang, mm-hmm. two touchdowns. Would you be inclined to think we're going to get more offense in the second half and maybe dip your toe in the over, thinking both teams just give me two touchdowns and I'm home free? Well, if you look at Oklahoma State right now, they can't run the ball. 18 carries for 28 yards. Ugh. Spencer Sanders is back. Did not play due to COVID against Missouri State last week. So, 8 of 16, 107 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Tulsa only had 89 yards of offense in the first half. And Oklahoma State won 35. Tulsa hadn't been able to run the ball either. 20 carries for 45 yards. So, would lean to think that maybe it's going to pick up. I think you might see the second half total when we get it. Might go up a little bit because the under got bet, I believe, in terms of what it was pre-flop. So you might have guys working middles. And I'm seeing some totals here waiting on the bet MGM total. But 24 is basically what I'm seeing in the market right now. So that basically is a 38 for a total, about four and a half for the second half spread. So... I'll wait and be looking at it, but I think you may see this go up eventually on the total with guys just wanting to work a middle if they have pregame under. And I believe we have a stop on fourth down in the shoe, so it looked like Ohio State might get points here uh, before the end of the first half. That is not the case. Oregon turns them away, and now they have the ball at the, about their own 40 as they, they themselves try to get more points at the end of the first half. Two minutes and change to go there. Buckeyes minus two and a half now on oh, the end game. That's is. the lowest that we've seen so far. Now that seems like a key number to me that we've got under three now. Mm-hmm. And again, we've talked about it. Can Oregon, look, the smart play is going to come through. They're going to get, obviously, they're getting eight and a half in the first half. They can win this thing outright. Again, you get down to two and a half here. If you're an Ohio State backer, they're just double-dog mm-hmm. daring you to back your back your program, right? Yeah, and now one and a half, minus whoa, 120 on the money whoa. line, by the way, for Ohio State. And then we do have a score alert here. Tennessee now, it uh, looks like Callaway, just a little bubble screen there and from Hendon gone. Hooker, and he's off to the races. Now uh, extra point pending all about to be all tied at 20 between Pitt and Tennessee. This over did get bet from 52 and a half to about 56 and a half. 56 here at BetMGM, well on its way here. Just a bubble screen and a missed tackle, and there goes Callaway into the right corner of the end zone. So uh, nice response there from Tennessee. We'll see if they elect to go ahead and have Hendon Hooker remain in the game because this was Joe Milton, the Michigan transfer that started today. Now Hendon Hooker, the Virginia Tech transfer. Get that Hoko cookie high. And right now, Tennessee does <laughs> take the, uh, they do tie it up here at 20 here with, uh, as we wind down the second quarter. But again, that overplay is looking good. And again, it just stuns me when you look at this now and say Ohio State just laying a point and a half here with a live adjusted odd because Oregon has looked so good in this first half. Under two minutes to go in that first half. We'll keep an eye on that. We did want to get to some action here later on, getting ready to kick off when you talk about Texas A&M in Colorado. An intriguing matchup here because I think a lot of people look at this and say, well, Colorado's just terrible, right? Mm-hmm. We saw them, and they look awful week one. And A&M, a huge number on the road, 17 and a half. Is this a spot where you looked at and go, the number's too big, or do we believe what we saw early on so far this season? This is actually a game where I did play the total under. I played it under 51. It's pretty much mained at 50, 50 and a half, so not a lot of real movement that way. A&M in its first game against Kent State, they had almost 600 yards, 595 to be exact, but through four interceptions, five turnovers for the Aggies last week because they are trying to, of course, replace Kellen Mond. It is uh, the quarterback King, who I believe threw three of those interceptions. Haynes King, a freshman out of Longview, Texas, (laughs) was the one that threw those three picks last week. But they had to, uh, you know, they had to get a front door covered. They were laying about 28-29 last week. Got it late. We know Kent tried to kick that field goal to cover the number, I think, like two or three times and missed it every single time. But what you get for kicking field goals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kicking not for covering, apparently. But (laughs) Colorado did get a win over Northern Colorado 35-7. But 
I, I, I really wasn't that impressed with them no. offensively. Only 383 yards, 10 of 15 passing, 102 yards. They ran for 281, but that's against an FCS team in Northern Colorado. That You're not going to be able to do that against the Aggies. And the Aggies are one of those interesting teams this year. They're rated number five. They lose Kellen Mond, but the talent, I think, by and large, has gotten better under Jimbo Fisher. He's put together some really good recruiting classes down there in College Station, but Basically, with Texas A&M, nobody is going to believe in them until they beat the Crimson Tide. If they do that, all of a sudden you got some believers. And again, when you look at Texas A&M here and you look at Jimbo and you feel like this could be the sneaky year, right? Mm -hmm. This could be the type of year at College Station that they could put something special together and maybe right now still good value as an outside shot to make the college football playoff. A game against Colorado, even though it's on the road, this is where you would expect Jimbo to just lay somebody out, right? Yeah, and uh, keep in mind, last week A&M, they did get off to a very slow they start. They were only up 10-3, to 3, despite the fact that they had 600 yards, but they can run the ball as Spiller and Kane both had over 100 yards last week. Uh, Carl Durrell is now in his second year at Colorado, former UCLA coach trying to rebuild. So they had basically a freshman quarterback last week because last year's starter, Stephen Neuer, now at Oregon State. So they had a true freshman go 10-15 of 15 for 102 yards. So... I just don't know about Colorado's offense. By the way, this game is going to be at Empower Field at Denver, the uh, the artist formerly known as Mile High Stadium, right there in Denver, Colorado. So <laughs> this game is to me. this game is not going to be in Boulder. So uh, I did I did play the under for small here on this one under fifty. I think it's still good. But you know, I look at that schedule, and obviously you see Alabama, you see LSU. I don't know how good LSU is going to be. We'll find out after their loss to UCLA. And you saw the over was a nine and a half juiced up, I believe, minus 125. It just feels like that was the right side to be on with Jimbo this year because mm-hmm. I really do have high hopes for them as one of those sneaky schools that maybe we're not talking about enough yeah. to be a college football player yeah, and participant. I, and because, I, I mean, people are all about what have you done for me lately, uh, Janet Jackson, 1987, right? Great reference. So, uh, you know, that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to see, okay, can Texas A&M beat the big boy? Can they beat the Alabama? And they beat the Georgia. They did beat Florida in College Station right. last year. But, you know, you got to beat Alabama, and that's what it's all going to come down to. I think Jimbo, they've got a ton of talent down there at College Station, and they pay a ton of money, and that's a big-time program in terms of a fan base down there. So, you know, they've got some high expectations. They want Jimbo to work his mojo like he did in Tallahassee with Florida State because, obviously, Ever since, Florida State hadn't been able to find their water since Jimbo Fisher's went to Texas A&M. But no play on the side for me. I thought the spread, 17, was pretty right. So under for me in this. It's amazing to me that Janet Jackson wrote a song, sang it, and that becomes part of our lexicon. Absolutely. That, that has now become, like, what have you done for me? We just say mm-hmm. it. Like, it was just in a song, people. And then all of a sudden, that's what we say to other people. What have you done for me lately? Especially college football coaches, certainly in the NFL as well. Hey, uh, Oregon, that looks like that drive's going to stall out here. We're under a minute to go uh, between we, before we reach halftime here. And it looks like they've got a third and long scenario. I'm assuming Mario Cristobal is going to punt the football away, try to pin Ohio State deep and get to the house here again. 14-7, this could be the shocker of the day if this can hold. We're going to have much more on this uh, throughout the afternoon here, betting across America. But when we come back, uh, we've got Tim Murray, and it's always a pleasure to watch him and Sean King on the nightcap. I cannot wait to get his thoughts on Maction coming. Toledo's coming to Notre Dame. Maction going to Touchdown Jesus this afternoon. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun when we have Tim Murray on the uh, other side of a very short break. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We are back in a moment with more updates. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds totals, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VSIN100 to win $100 when you wager $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. We have reached the half here, betting across America. Dave Ross with Wes Reynolds. And right now, Oregon has that lead, 14-7. to 7, So the smart play of taking Oregon in the first time clearly paid off. But we have some updated lines for the second half here. We've been keeping an eye on that total, right? Mm-hmm. It was low after the first quarter when it was scoreless. And now it jumped up to 61.5 after we got that early flurry of touchdowns in the second quarter. All the way back down to 51.5. And, and there's Ohio State. You got to lay two and a half if you think they're going to come back. They've won 23 straight at home, but they're in jeopardy today. Now the halftime prices are coming out. By the way, that halftime score, 14-7. Oregon leading in the horseshoe, but now minus six and a half. Seeing some sevens out there, actually now starting to see some eights out there in Mm. the market of Ohio State. If you think that they're going to just win the game, it's basically like kind of almost a coin flip. Basically, even money right now is what you're seeing in terms of uh, Ohio State going to go ahead in the second half. So right now, in terms of the full game spread, I, I say even like a basically a pick em for the full game, not necessarily even money. So I should correct that. But seven, seven and a half, kind of what you're seeing right now, 31 and a half, the second half total. So basically adjusted total now of 52 and a half. I think the market low we saw in game was basically 50 and a half. So that is your halftime score there, Oregon and Ohio State. Also one that we didn't mention, Minnesota, who was victim to Ohio State mm-hmm. last week, up 21 to three over Miami of Ohio, Minnesota minus seven, $1.20, second half, 24 and a half. Row that boat. All right, it's always a pleasure when we have Tim Murray on. Of course, you watch him on the nightcap every night. With Sean King. I was on last night with him, Wes. And I did say that. Remember, Tim? I said I loved Oregon in the first half. I got one right. I'm going to retire with that 1-0 <laughs> and victory. Tim, it's great to catch up with you again today. What do you make of what you've seen between Oregon and Ohio State in that first half? 
Well, I'd be taking a victory lap right now, man. Yeah, you were on it. Uh, that was a that was a smart move. I saw the news uh, of Kayvon Thibodeau being out, and I was wavering, and uh, ultimately I stayed off this game. But uh, very impressed. You know, I you know we we talked about this game so much all week, and I have my questions had my questions and still do to an extent about Anthony Brown, the quarterback for Oregon. Uh, it's not like he's lighting the world on fire, but he's making the right plays. And uh, I think what's an impressive guys is, is the run game, the capabilities that we've seen from Verdell and die uh, more specifically Verdell and then Anthony Brown utilizing his legs. So uh, Joe Moorhead is, is an incredible play caller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think also you know, at the end of the day, guys, you have to be pretty darn impressed by what we've seen from this Oregon defense. Uh, remember, they were missing two starters in the secondary due to suspension against Fresno State. They're back, and they haven't gotten beat by the big play. That was that was what uh, crushed Minnesota, was the big play. And a lot of those came in the second half, so we'll see how this second half transpires. But Garrett Wilson has four catches, long at 27. Uh, Chris Olave has six catches, but only 37 yards. So uh, really nice job so far by Oregon defensively uh, to limit this Ohio State team, which, look, we've seen them. Uh, we saw them last week, the explosive capabilities of them, which still could happen. But I think uh, I've been impressed by Oregon just kind of keeping things in front. And uh, we'll see how this game goes down. But, man, this is, uh, this is impressive. And, and certainly if you took the full game, 14 and a half or 15, wherever it went off, you got to be feeling like you're in a pretty good spot right now. Yeah, minus six and a half, minus $1.20 here at BetMGM. So basically, Ohio State essentially a pick em mm. for the full game if you want to take into account the uh, second half number. And Tim's right about Joe Moorhead. I think he's kind of really done a number on Kerry Coombs a little bit because I'm starting to see some Buckeye Nation on Twitter Uh-oh. be very upset, including Uh-oh. our own Adam here Burke come. right here at Beeson. Uh, not very happy with Kerry Coombs, that defensive coordinator. They didn't like Alex Grinch either. I had to listen to him all shot for a couple years. <laughs> like, Alex Grinch is the worst defensive coordinator, and now he's Oklahoma's problem. So, uh, by the way, one quick score here. Pittsburgh in the end zone near the end of the first half to take that lead. Uh, running play and now 26 to 20 extra point pending. But Tim, let's get to a game that's going to kick off in about 45 minutes. Uh, not going to be on network TV relegated to the peacock. the peacock. So the disrespect of the Mac continues wow. oh, here. I thought this disrespect of the Irish. Uh, this is for the Mac. Well, this was Toledo's chance to be on NBC, the right. original peacock, but now they're going to be against Notre Dame here. Toledo back up to 17, basically some 16 and a halves. Actually, I'm seeing more 16 and a half in the market. Now, Tim, this is one I played. I played a little bit on the dog. Also played the over earlier in the week. What do you make of Toledo and Notre Dame? And what do you make of Marcus Freeman and this new defense for the Irish? Yeah, uh, this is a game that uh, I didn't play. And, you know, this was a spot. This is always a tricky spot. You know, when you looked at how the schedule unfolded, I've got a, you know, a future on Toledo to win this conference uh, way back when William Hill posted those numbers in the spring. So, uh, you know, it's hard not to like what Jason Candle has done there uh, at Toledo. Kobach is a really talented running back. Um, You know, I think to me, and we'll see what happens, but I feel like the market has gone a little bit too overboard here. Uh, on Toledo. Um, But, you know, there's a reason this line is moving and it's not going the other way. Uh, You know, as for Marcus Freeman, I think they got a little comfortable, uh, Wes, in the fourth quarter. They went a lot to that three down, three, three, five look and uh, gave Mackenzie Milton a lot of time to throw. If you go back, though, and watch how that game unfolded, uh, a couple big plays uh, that hurt the Irish, but they were really getting after Jordan Travis Mm -hmm. quite a bit. And that's what Marcus Freeman brings to the table. He's a very aggressive defensive coordinator, throws all types of blitzes at you. Uh, the thing about Notre Dame moving forward, and maybe it won't affect them a ton today, is the depth at, uh, at linebacker. Uh, they keep getting hit uh, there. They lost uh, Maris Leofal, uh, who they were expecting to have a big, big season there uh, for the season. That was right before the year started. Uh, they lost Shane Simon. Um, and their left tackle, Blake Fisher, uh, he's going to be out for about eight weeks, too. So uh, the Florida State game took its toll. So Notre Dame's depth is going to have to step up. Um, you know, one thing is, um, you know, 
is is Toledo going to be able to stop Notre Dame? I, I think you know people question the playmakers, and I think those were answered uh, against Florida State. Kevin Austin is uh, is a big time player, uh, just hasn't stayed healthy, but he is healthy right now. You look at that two headed running back situation of Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree. Jack Cohn looked as good as he could have possibly mm-hmm. looked. So. You know, honestly, Wes, if I had to play one thing, I'd look towards the over in this mm-hmm. game. I think Notre Dame is going to be out there to prove a point. Um, I, I do think the fact that that game unfolded the way that it did last Sunday night, I think no, you are going to get Notre Dame's best effort. I don't think you're getting a sleepwalker type of situation. I think the coaching staff is, has probably drilled it into the Irish's head that this is going to be a game. So I think, I, you know, in my mind, 42 to 21, somewhere in that ballpark, 42, 24 Toledo's good, but I think Notre Dame's going to be ready to go. Uh, but my play would be, if anything, uh, at this point, would look to the over a little bit. Tim, I know we only have a one game sample size here, but your early returns on Jack Cohn, the Wisconsin transfer from Notre Dame, I thought he was very good. Had the one interception, but absolutely knows how to find those tight ends. I was a little bit surprised he didn't shorten a little bit on the price for the Heisman. Yeah, I mean, I, how do you, how can you not be uh, impressed? And especially, you know, we saw what Florida State did. Uh, loading up the box and, and Jermaine Johnson was a, uh, was a monster up front, the uh, Georgia transfer. So they took away two great running backs and Tyree and Williams and Jack Cohn beat him. Um, and he was, you know, he did something that a lot of Notre Dame fans have been clamoring for even during the Ian book era, which was trust in your wide receivers, throw up some 50, 50 balls. I mean, the touchdown to Kevin Austin was a, a thing of beauty, dropping it right into the bread basket. Uh, the touchdown to Joe Wilkins was a 50-50 ball that his wide receiver just snatched away from the defensive back. Uh, and I think the the stats, as crazy as this sounds, guys, they're misleading. Uh, you know, M- Michael Mayer had two critical drops, mm-hmm. and he's not going to do that very often. And his one interception was a uh, was a hail mary at the end of regulation. So. Uh, he was as good as you could have asked for. I guess if you're looking on the other side to be negative, can he get any better? Uh, I don't know. But, man, I tell you what, early returns, I do a show in Milwaukee, and uh, they were, they're thinking right now that they got the worst of this, <laughs> uh, this so-called trade with Graham Mertz <laughs> and Jack Cohn. It's amazing to think we're talking about Jack Cohn at 40-1 to for the Heisman with all the other star-studded quarterbacks Notre Dame has had. But after week one, I, I'm right there with you guys. That did not feel like a fluke. And I know Wisconsin fans, again, are saying, why didn't this happen here when you were still a Badger and now you go to Notre Dame and everything seems to happen for him? Hey, we got to wrap up here in about 30 seconds, but very quickly, are you watching with your dad today? Or is that how this goes in the Murray household when Notre Dame's on? No, I watch by myself. Oh. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I will say uh, quick PSA. I, I, I was all fired up about USA basketball being on Peacock. Then I thought I was getting trolled when this Notre Dame announcement came out. I have Peacock <laughs> and I'm furious. I, it just doesn't make sense. Put games on network television. People. Love it. Tim Murray, watch him on the nightcap. I do. It's always entertaining. Much more to get to. Uh, keeping an eye on everything going on in college football. You are betting across America right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.